the protectors of the Wood Adventure series. Join our story of misfit teenagers as they struggle to save the world from climate change. Remember that everyone can make a difference and every action counts. Support us on Patreon at Protectors of the Wood. Episode number 86, The Great Heart of the Earth. Many questions flooded Abby's mind for her to think clearly. She needed someone to talk to. Suddenly she felt very alone and scared, practically imprisoned in the churchyard, isolated from her friends. Pondering Geraldine's reading from the church service, Abby found two well-worn books buried under the dirty clothes in her duffel bag the New Testament with Psalms and Proverbs, and Black Elk Speaks. She set them on the bed and sat there, overwhelmed with thoughts. Finally, she looked up Proverbs chapter 8. She read out loud to herself, Those who seek me diligently find me. Hmm. The words triggered a feeling that she was missing something. Ah, the envelope! Her hand flew to her pocket. There it was, plain and small and thin, with her name written boldly on the front in pencil. She tore it open and discovered a note. Distressed by the pounding of her heart, she read silently, but felt as if Phoebe was speaking directly to her. Abby, I miss you already. I'd like to give you time to get settled. But things have come up that we should talk about right away. As you know, Tuck is not allowing us to see you. And the churchyard will be watched by others. The men from that mob last night are likely to be pretty nervous about the outcome of all of this. But... I will come to the churchyard back door tonight at 1 a.m. If one of us cannot be there, the other can wait 15 minutes, and then assume we'll have to try something else. I'm sure George wants to come by, but I think it's too risky for him. I'll continue to send notes to Geraldine, who is very cooperative. With hope and love, Phoebe. Ah, uh, now that helps. Abby sighed with relief. She relaxed enough to notice that she was hungry and fried a couple of eggs with a few finger beans and olive oil and made an egg sandwich and poured a cup of apple cider. In a few minutes, the plate and the cup were empty and she made a cup of breakfast mixture tea. Now... Why does Phoebe need to see me so badly? And in such a hurry. I haven't even been here a full day. Yet, I need to see her just as badly. 
I wish we could talk for hours. But why is it dangerous, especially for George? I expected to hear from him. She began to pace around the tiny cottage. And where is Reverend Tuck? This church council meeting seems to be going on a long time. She recalled everything she knew about the church council. The picture that came to mind was not reassuring. First of all, church council was just a nicer name for board of trustees, the most powerful decision-making body in the congregation. It appeared that the trustees would be voting, maybe at that very moment, on whether or not to allow her to work as the church gardener and live in the cottage rent-free. Abby already had plans for gardens and orchards. A dazzling array of vegetables, fruits, and flowers appeared to her inner vision. My seeds! Oh my God, I don't have my seeds! I hid them so carefully behind that sheetrock wall in the abandoned house. And my guitar and flutes and whistles are in there too. How could I have forgotten them? And my bike is under the floor of the broken porch. Could those crazy people have searched the place by now? Oh, I wish I had a cell phone. If I could just call Phoebe or George. But Phoebe's injured. George would bring my things back in a heartbeat. Abby wanted to bolt out of the churchyard that very second and run to the haunted house. Her seeds had been carefully chosen over years of planting and saving in Wendy's gardens. They were an irreplaceable treasure. And her guitar, flutes, and whistles had been given to her by her parents when she was only ten years old. They had noticed her obsession with remembering Wendy's rhymes and thought that having a guitar and whistles in different keys would help her. And her mother, who avoided anything related to Wendy, had taught her Irish and Scottish melodies. I need my seeds. I won't feel okay until I get them. But the abandoned house is likely to be watched. By the Morphe people. Or by the police. And Tuck expects me to be here. But where is he? What does that council have to talk about besides me? Oh yeah, one of those trustees are leaving. Jean Garrison, whoever that might be. But by the sound of Tuck's voice, she's clearly a friend. He's sad she's leaving. Not a happy event for him. And there's going to be an election in just two weeks. Why the rush? I don't know. It doesn't sound good. There's more here than meets the eye. Abby continued to pace around her room. She could feel her heart race. She began to fear that a full-scale panic attack would overwhelm her. The agonies of her childhood came back. The feeling that she could not get enough air 
and the frenzied pounding and laboring of her heart. Help me, help me. In her thoughts, she called out, looking for the voice of her inner friend, her guardian angel, the green being from her vision. She sat back on the bed and thumbed through the worn pages of Black Elk Speaks. She thought about a strange idea that had grown in her heart since childhood. She felt as if she could hear his voice crying from a mountaintop. It may be that some little root of the sacred tree still lives. Nourish it then, that it may leaf and bloom and fill with singing birds. In her mind, Abby replied to Black Elk, as she always did. Yes, yes, I will nourish it. Just a chance is all I ask. Just give me a chance. Each time Abby read these words, she thought of the urgent sadness in the eyes of the green being, her earth angel, and she imagined that Black Elk and the angel were the same being that an angel had been born as Black Elk and had become an angel again when he died, a guardian of souls and of all life. And his vision, his dream of helping the sacred tree to live, that dream was not dead, but was fought for in the spirit by angels and lived on in the heart of humans who took on Black Elk's vision a sacred struggle for the flourishing of life on earth. Wendy had taught Abby that this is the prayer of all life. Let it live, let it live, let it live. The voice came back from inside her, surging with fierce energy. She remembered a song Wendy sang for her long ago a prayer to calm her during her spells of panic. And now she forced herself to sit still and hum the melody and finally sang the words. Green leaves grow in the morning light Blackbird on the wing Sunlight glows in a great halo It's a golden ring Her voice grew stronger and soon she felt as if she were part of a great choir and all life was singing When in the trees whisper to the leaves Waves of peace fill the air I can feel you all around me Like the hour of our birth Being in time with the magic red wine Comes up and it's glow.
glory Just like the first dawn Come and join our story The long night is gone sang until tears rolled down her cheeks and she began to sob and then she lay down and soon was breathing easily her heart slowed and the tension in her arms evaporated a delicious calm came over her whole body suddenly loud rapid knocking on the door woke her from a deep sleep yes Uh, just a minute. Abby tried to gather her wits and smooth out her hair. She opened the door, surprised to see Reverend Tuck looking embarrassed. Oh, I'm sorry to make such a noise. When you didn't answer, I I worried that something might have scared you away. I know I'm late getting back to you. Sorry. Nothing like that. I was just sleeping. Oh, (laughs) wonderful. I'm relieved to hear it. I I know you've been through a lot. To tell you the truth, I have been worried. What time is it? After three o'clock. The meeting took much longer than I expected. But everything worked out fine. Your position is approved by the council. As soon as we get the paperwork done, You will be employed by this church, and your rent-free residence will be the payment for your work. Abby was speechless with happiness and threw her arms around Reverend Tuck. Oh, now, now, none of that, okay? Look, we do face some difficulties, problems we must discuss. We have work to do, and I'm sure you need a good meal. I have cold chicken and cheese and cider and fresh bread and apples in my kitchen across the way. And you would do me a great favor by joining me? Yeah, I want to hear about everything. Just give me a minute. Through heaven and earth, a tree is growing around the world. Travel my secret ways 
shadow through our days Follow me, come and see We're climbing the world tree As the ages have gone by The abyss has grown so separate now a journey no one knows how follow me come and see we're climbing the world tree See how we come closer You're on the pathway to the stars Reach out your hand and touch the heavens It's not far, it's not far Follow me, come and see we're climbing the world tree Follow me, come and see We're climbing the world tree Follow me, come and see We're climbing the world tree Thanks for listening to the Protectors of the Wood Adventure Series. Find all our projects on protectorsofthewood.com and support us on Patreon at Protectors of the Wood. And to all the eco-warriors out there, remember that everyone can make a difference and every action counts.